it's official. After some off-the-record practice in normal days gone by, at 8 o'clock on Sunday mornings on Trinity Hill, I am now a registered Sutton Coldfield litter-picking volunteer. That is, I'm one of about 150 community-minded citizens who have each adopted a local road to keep clean. The council have provided me with the kit, bags, hope, and litter picker, along with a high-vis jacket, several sizes too big. So now Eldon Drive and half of Penns Lane are definitely cleaner since I joined, along with many other areas of Warmley Sutton and Newhall Valley. Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 says that after he had finished creating this world, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And during the last 15 months or so, many people have been enjoying his, his handiwork far more than they did previously. However, the more people who've been out walking, whether along the roads or in the parks, the more litter has been appearing. Now, I can sympathise when a sweet wrapper is accidentally dropped or a paper hanky flies out of a pocket by mistake. But I fail to understand how a soft drinks can is able to jump into the middle of a holly hedge without some deliberate human help. Why, I ask myself almost every day, do people feel they're going to die of dehydration on a one-hour local walk? unless they take a supply of fluids in tin cans, cartons or plastic bottles, which they're then apparently unable to carry home when empty. Perhaps more disturbing, I rarely go out these days without spotting at least one discarded mask somewhere in the hedgerow, although I generally manage to reassure myself that the sunlight is sterilising it. And can someone explain to me how dogs do their poo in little bags hanging on tree branches? Finally, what about those odd collections of silvery nitrous oxide canisters? Which, to use a Nick Owens type joke, is no laughing matter to those of us who are boar litter. Enough of my moaning. It's all to do with my age, no doubt, being brought up in an era when we took our rubbish home with us. Litter picking actually is fun. I get fresh air, exercise, dirt, several thumbs up from passing cars and a host of brownie points. So to raise the standard of discussion, what does the Bible say about litter picking? Well, to be strictly accurate, it doesn't say anything, but it does have a few things to say about rubbish. In Kings and Chronicles, we read about a couple of kings who decided to restore the temple in Jerusalem after their predecessors had polluted it by bringing in altars and worships to worship altars and idols to worship foreign gods. Joash started off well, but then he himself turned away from God and there was no lasting benefit. Josiah, on the other hand, kept at it all his life. First, he got the priest to clear out all the stuff, the rubbish, as it were, associated with the false gods that had been brought into God's holy temple. And while they were doing this, they found the book of the law 
in the house of the Lord, and they took it to the king. He read those scriptures and what followed was not just a restoration and rededication of the temple, but a revival in the nation. Sadly, that didn't last long after Josiah's death and Judah was later exiled to Babylon. That was because they'd forgotten God once again. But God did not forget them. After 70 years, he brought them back under the leadership of Zerubbabel, Ezra and Nehemiah. And so they began to rebuild the temple and then the city of Jerusalem. When they first started the repairs, they were ridiculed by their enemies who said they wouldn't succeed because there was far too much rubble. Even the people themselves were discouraged because of the amount of rubbish they had to clear. Nehemiah, however, was a man of prayer and he encouraged them, gave them practical advice and they succeeded. And then Ezra, as in Josiah's day, read from the book of the law and the people turned back to God once again. So what does the Bible say about rubbish? It says that there are some things that get in the way of our relationship with God and that hinder our spiritual progress. It implies that these things are like rubbish and so they need to be litter-picked and thrown away. Perhaps the New Testament makes it clearer for us. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 12 verses 1 to 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, looking unto Jesus. Paul, in his letter to the Philippian church, in chapter 3, verse 8, says, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. I wonder... What are the things that are acting as rubbish in our lives? Some of them may be bad things, sins, which are perhaps easy to identify, though less easy to disentangle ourselves from. Some may be just hindrances, perhaps good things in general, but not what we should personally be prioritising. Or perhaps, like the Jews in Josiah and Ezra's times, we need to rediscover the book, the Bible, to listen again to God's word, to look anew to Jesus. Can I encourage you to consider this and do any litter picking that might be needed in your lives? And can I also encourage you to enrol in the Sutton Litter Pickers? I'd love to have some companions join me and let's do it together. It's a bit lonely all on my own. <laughs>